Hi, my name is Molly Mahoney, and I would like to welcome you to the first episode of the Prepared Performers Podcast. So today's episode is actually going to be just me, no special guest, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and also about the prepared performer and about what we have coming at you with the prepared performer. I'm also going to give you a few tips to help you to be your best on and off the stage and help you to attack your goals with clarity, confidence, and joy. Here we go. So first, a little bit about me. My name is Molly Mahoney. I'm a vocal and performance coach, and I'm the owner of thepreparedperformer.com. I created The Prepared Performer because when I first moved to New York to pursue my musical theater career, which lasted for almost 10 years, and I loved it. I performed all over the world, all over the country. I was a singing waiter at Ellen Stardust Diner. I, um, I did the national tour of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I did cruise ships. I performed in Las Vegas. All this awesomeness. But when I first moved to New York to get started with that, I realized that there was so much I didn't know. I had graduated with a degree in, in theater and dance, and I felt like I had this awesome sense of talent, a sense of confidence. However, I had no clue how to run a business. So when I decided to move back to California to raise my little baby boys, I had moved back and had two kids with my awesome bass playing husband. Um, I really wanted to be able to find a way to share all of the information that I learned through trial and error and through all of the classes that I took in New York and um, give that information to younger budding performers out here. I'd say younger, but I actually help people young and old, all ages. I think there's so many of us who need this information and it's so beneficial. So I'm here to help. And that is what led me to create The Prepared Performer. So our website has bajillions of pages filled with audition tips and vocal lessons. And we have a quick tip Tuesday where we bring out vocal tips and different audition tips and stuff like that. Loads and loads and loads of information about how to join the union. If you want to be an equity actor, it's mostly musical theater based, but we have tips from all different types. And um, I, it's just a wealth of information for you to just take and grab. And I hope you are able to use it. And now we're stepping it up a little bit. So a couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to do this podcast and I bought a super fancy microphone that I couldn't figure out how to turn on. So it sat there on my desk for months and months and months. And then I had a baby. And I have to say, that slowed things down a little bit on this whole podcast adventure. However, my youngest is now a year and a half years old and the podcast is ready to go. Most of these interviews will take place right here in my Performance Power Studio, which is where we are right now. Some of them will take place in my living room because I just moved everything into this studio. We just opened it a couple months ago and I started these interviews a while back. So you might notice that you're going to be seeing some of these interviews inside my Eichler home that I live in with my family, which is kind of cool because Eichlers are cool. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're mid-century modern houses that are all glass. So you'll be able to see the middle of my living room. But for the most part, the interviews will be taking place right here and we'll be having people like our first episode is going to be with Anthony Boyer from DDO Stage 9, awesome agent. He, we ended up turning it into two episodes because he's so fantastic. We're going to have the voice of Ken from Barbie's Dream House. His name is Sean Hankinson and he's going to give us some tips about voice acting. Um, all kinds of really amazing people. Molly Tynes, who was in the Broadway production of Pippin, she's going to be telling us a little more about being an equity member. We have so many things coming up and I can't wait. But today I'm going to jump right in and give you some of my favorite tips about taking this world of the performer by storm. So when I first moved to New York, there were two things that I realized that changed everything for me. I had graduated from a school 
with an awesome theater and dance program. I took voice lessons privately. So I felt really great about the talent that I was bringing to the audition scene. I was nervous, obviously, because it was New York City and I was coming from Orange County, but I felt great about it. So I, I just booked as many auditions as I could. I went to audition after audition after audition. However, I was not booking anything and I was tired. So I was sitting in an audition. Um, I didn't have my union card yet. And I was sitting in an audition, uh, waiting in this long hallway at the Actors' Equity Building. And to one side of me, there was all these there were all these girls that were taller and prettier. On the other side, there were all these girls who were shorter and thinner. And it was like every day of my life was stuck in this awkward situation, sitting out there waiting to be able to see if we were able to be seen. Because if um, when you're a non-union actor, you don't always get to actually audition for these union calls. You have to wait until all of the actors who are union audition first and then if they have time they'll see the non-union actors so I've been there for a few hours and I went up to the woman at the front desk that's called the monitor I went up to her and I said hi um, I'm here for the audition I was just wondering um, is there a restroom I can use and she said yes you can go downstairs there's a restroom in the McDonald's in Times Square what <laughs> I was like uh, excuse me? So I said, uh, I, okay, I, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm here for the, for the audition. And she said, do you have an equity card? And I said, no, but I'm, I'm here for the audition. And she said, yes, you can use the McDonald's in Times Square. What? Not okay. I think things have changed in the equity building since then because they have remodeled it. However, I realized at that moment that something had to change, right? Like not okay. So I went home and I thought, what is going on here? And what I realized was, is that when I was going into these auditions, I was going in with a huge sense of desperation. I, um, I was entering the room and I was, my frame of mind was cast me, cast me, cast me, cast me, cast me. But instead I should have gotten in touch with what it was that made me uniquely awesome, trusted the fact that I had the technique to back up my talent and gone in the room and just celebrated who I was because there is only one thing that we can bring into that room as an auditioner that is different than anybody else. And that is us, right? It doesn't matter how high you can sing, how loud you can belt, whatever, there's gonna be somebody else who can do it too. So the only thing that you can bring in is you. Do you hear me? The only thing that you can bring in is you. So here's a little trick that I have all of my students do the very first time they come to their first lesson. And I like to call it finding your quesadilla. What? So here's what you do. I want you to take out a piece of paper and you're going to write down on this piece of paper five things that make you awesome. These things have nothing to do with performing. This is just about you in real life. Five things that make you awesome. Okay. And I like to say that everyone has something that makes them uniquely awesome, even if it's just that you make a really amazing quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to share a few things that I would write down on this list so that you can kind of understand what I mean. I love to make handmade felt. Super weird, way out there. Not very many people do it, but I love it. It's like you take raw wool and you mix it with hot water and agitation. And it's the way that the yurts used to make their mong... Uh, the, it's the way that the Mongolians used to make their yurts. Uh, it's super strange, but if I was to meet somebody at a party and they were to mention handmade felt, or if we were to see a handmade felt wall hanging, I'd freak out and get really excited. That really awesome bubbly feeling inside. 
So it's things like that. Some other examples are, I really love Brussels sprouts. I also really love John Fluvogue shoes and I wear them anytime that I wanna meet someone because they're kind of crazy and people always come up to me and say, hey, I like your shoes. And then I'm like, hey, let's be friends. Um, so things like that. It can be things that you really love. It can be things that you're good at. If you're, I, I love being a cheerleader. I Not, you know, for football teams or anything like that, but I love cheering on other people and finding the awesome in others. So that's something that I could write down. Things like that. If you knit, if you crochet, if you love football, if you, we're an Olympic swimmer. I don't know, crazy things like that. Sometimes people will have a hard time with this and then I'll talk to them a little bit more and I'll start finding things out. Like I did have a student once who was on the junior Olympic team for gymnastics and she didn't even think of that as something that made her awesome. So these are things that you might dismiss as not being a big deal, but if um, once you when you think about them, they make you like get bubbly or you know, if you meet other people and they were to find that out about you, they'd be like, whoa, what is that? So I want you to make a list of at least five things that make you awesome. Once you do that, then you're going to make a list of at least five things that make you an awesome performer. And once you have these, oh my gosh, that was thunder. <laughs> do you hear that? The weather is really crazy. Whoa. Okay. I don't know if you could hear that, but it was like crazy thunder. Um, interesting. You never know what you're going to get on the Prepared Performers podcast. Okay. So once you have this list of the five things that make you an awesome person and the five things that make you an awesome performer, you're going to keep that list in your audition book because when you walk into that room, the last thing that you need to think about before you walk in the room are the things that make you awesome. You're not gonna walk in and be like, hey, I make a really great quesadilla, but you're gonna walk in and know that and they're gonna sense that energy from you. You're gonna walk in not being like, please give me a job, please give me a job. You're gonna walk in and be like, I'm gonna sing this song for you and if nothing happens because of it, it's okay because I make an awesome quesadilla. That seems a little trivial, but I'm telling you, this will totally change your energy and your attitude. If you can really do the work and apply it, it'll change the way that you feel. You can use it when you're walking into any sort of interview. If you're walking to meet somebody for the first time, if you're walking into a party, as soon as you walk out the door, think about the things that make you awesome and I promise it's gonna help. Ta-da! Okay, the next thing that I'm gonna tell you is about the business side of show business. So my biggest problem I think when I got to New York is that I didn't treat this as a business. I thought if I just went to as many auditions as I possibly could, if I just hurled myself at as many opportunities that I that I could find for performing that something was going to happen. But guess what guys, you are running your own business. Did you know that? Like it's important for you to know about finances. It's important for you to keep a list of contacts that you've made. So I'm going to give you my favorite 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 um businessy tip today and then um, hopefully you'll be able to find it helpful. So when I first moved to New York, I was at an audition and there were loads of girls outside of this audition huddled around the table, the table that, um, where the monitor sits before you go in, who like checks people in and all that stuff. They were all huddled around writing things down in these notebooks. I was like, what are these people doing? At an equity audition, they're required to tell you who exactly is in the room. So they tell you who the director is, if they're there, whatever. If there's an assistant there, they'll have his name or her name there as well. They'll also tell you who the accompanist is. And what you need to do after every single audition is write their names down. Did you hear me? Write their names down. So what I've done for my students now that I didn't do before because we didn't have the same technology when I was out there auditioning 10 years ago, 15 years ago maybe, um, what I do for my students now is I have this awesome audition tracker. So I'll post a link to that in the show notes as well. It's an audition tracker. It's a Google Doc. It's a spreadsheet so that you're easily able to find things. And what you do is after every single audition that you go to, you write down, I'll give you a few of the things that are on this tracker. You're going to write down um, 
the show that you were auditioning for, the date, what you wore, who was in the room, who was playing the piano, um, what song you sang. You're, then as soon as you walk out, you're going to instantly write down exactly how you felt when you were in the room because as soon as you get home, your feelings are gonna change, right? That's actually um, a little tip that Anthony Boyer, who's gonna be on our next episode, he kind of one-upped my audition tracker and he made a really big point of saying that you wanna make sure that you write down exactly how you felt right then and there. Don't go home first, do it right then and there. Um, because you never know, when you get home you're gonna have all these other things that are infiltrating your brain and they'll be affecting the way that you think about the audition. If they gave you any feedback, you wanna write that down. And here's the way that this really comes into handy and, uh, and the way that I really love if you can use Google Docs because if you are at a party and you run into someone and you're like, oh, uh, Gail C, that name sounds really familiar but you can't figure out where you know her from and you're not remembering that she's the casting director from Mojic C Casting, you go to your phone to your audition tracker and since it's a spreadsheet like that and it's searchable, you type in her name and you can find where you've auditioned for her before. So that way, I'm telling you casting directors and agents and directors and music directors, all this stuff, they see so many people, like hundreds and hundreds of people, sometimes in one day. There is no way they're going to be able to remember all of us. So you need to take it upon yourself to be able to remind them as best you can of who you are. So let's say you're having a conversation and like all of a sudden you're standing next to Gail and she's like super awesome and nice and you're talking and you're like, oh yeah, I think I've actually auditioned for you, blah, 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 blah. You, you know, I sang yada, yada. Or remember I, that I was wearing a shirt that, I don't know. You'll have all your notes there so that you can remind her of things that happened in that room. Um, you can also take it one step further and keep a uh, list in a spreadsheet of contacts and write down when you've met them so you could add that time that you ran into so-and-so at the party to that list. It's so helpful and it makes it look like you're really smart and you've got a great memory, right? So many tools like this that we can use when we are auditioning, running a business as a performer. Ta-da! So those are my two big tips for today. I hope they are helpful to you and I hope you will come back and join us on the Prepared Performer podcasts to come. I'm so excited and I can't wait to help you to be your best on and off the stage and attack your goals with clarity, confidence, and joy. Ta-da! Bye.